welcome to Sun, Sea and Cyanide, a podcast in which me, Billy Hotchkiss, and my co-host, Lauren Donoghue, re-watch and review Death in Paradise from the very beginning. One of us has never seen the show before, and the other has watched all 11 series. Will we be able to solve the murders, stand the heat, and stay on topic? So, what are your thoughts this week? Um, I, I'm glad that they didn't um, focus on the Paul-Camille relationship as much as I thought they were going to this week, so. Hmm, I like this episode. Yeah. We've gone through a string of episodes that have been either awful or meh. Yeah. And this one, this one had like a, a dynamicness to it mm. that really felt like, um, a Death in Paradise story. Yeah. It's definitely gone above the um, the subpar that was the rest of the season. Mm. And you know why that is? Mm. I think it's because this one particularly felt like it could only be a Death in Paradise story. Yeah. Like you couldn't just transplant the same crime no, and murder yeah. into a different show. Yeah. This was... It had to be yeah. on Saint Marie. Mm. Yeah. If I'm honest... I zoned out during the... <laughs> when they were stuck in the university, I yeah. zoned out. No, yeah, same. Um, I was bored. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about his dad for something. Yeah. I kept thinking, oh, I think they're going to kiss. And they didn't. And I was like, yeah. well, that's good. Yeah, thank God for that. <laughs> I, I did think that Paul was a, a bit of an idiot this episode. And by a bit of an idiot, I mean very much Oh, his whole his whole demeanour this episode. Like, what are you on about? Yeah. Like, I, I thought Paul was supposed to be smarter than that, but apparently not. <laughs> that whole, oh, it's just a little bit of rain. No, it's a hurricane. Yeah. You understand what a hurricane is, don't you? <sighs> Never mind this all about, oh, the storm of 87 or whatever the hell he was referencing. I'm sick and tired of people talking about previous weather events. Yeah. Like it's... Oh, nothing can get worse. Yeah. It's getting worse, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, there's always a standard for worse. Let's <clears throat> let's talk about talk about the episode. Mm-hmm. So this is series two, episode seven, entitled A Stormy Occurrence. And the synopsis is as follows. A storm is brewing as a hurricane heads for Saint Marie. Is the storm to blame for a death at the university, or is something more sinister afoot? D.I. Richard Poole learns that he cannot fight the weather, but with D.S. Bourdais and the team, will he manage to stop a murderer in their tracks? What do you think about the setting? Well, I mean, I'm mainly just thinking about like the weather conditions and stuff, because I thought that was quite interesting, because we, we only really see sunny weather, and mm. now there's like a hurricane, so it's like an interesting premise that they've got to work around this. Yeah. Hurricane. Mm. What do you think about a murder at a university? Uh, <laughs> um, different. We haven't seen that before on. No, no. Series one, there was there was a murder at a school. So this is. Well, the... <laughs> yeah, but not specifically a university. It was more like a like a primary school, so a high school. Even. It was a high school. High school, yeah. So the episode opens, and a group of meteorologists are assigned weather stations to read pre-hurricane. Um, Leo asks to swap uh, because he needs to stay at the base camp a little longer. Mm. He's then bludgeoned to death with a pipe. 
cut to titles. Hmm. What do you think of the murder? Well, I mean, I I quite like that there were a limited number of suspects again. That was quite nice because it's like I thought there was the right amount of yeah. of people. Yeah, so that you've got just enough to oh, it could be this person or this person. And Hollywood superstar. Um, <laughs> what it, what's her name? Gemma. Gemma. <laughs> that, she... There were quite a few. A Gemma few more Chan. familiar faces in this episode. Yes. Because the I, I knew who the murder victim was as well. I don't know his, his real name, but he play, I think he played Matthew Gavin Horn. Yeah, yeah, it's Gavin from Gavin and Stacey. Yeah. See, that's the thing, is in the past two episodes, not the past two episodes, but in a past two episodes mm. of this series, we complained that one of the reasons the episode was so meh or mediocre, in our opinion, is because the victim gets no lines. Yeah. They are a, a non-entity in the story. Yeah, we got so much more background for the victim in this episode. It was it was quite nice. I felt it, like I knew who he was yeah. as a character. Yeah. Mm. Um, you felt a bit more of a connection to him, and like you wanted yeah. to solve his murder because you knew more about him. It was it was quite yeah. nice. And especially like not only did we see scenes with him before he died, mm. which kind of establishes who he is as a as a person. Yeah. But there's also all the the kind of the. Like all the background about his, all those videos his of dad it. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So let's do the crime scene. Uh, mm. Richard notes at the crime scene that the debris is very spread out, um, and he believes that the scene is staged. Uh, the hur- the scene was meant to be discovered after the hurricane, as to make it look like an accident, but it's been discovered too early. What do you think about that? Um. That, that sounded plausible to me. I, I saw it and thought it looked a bit staged, considering Hurricane on the way. It would make sense that they would try and stage the, mm. the crime scene to look like the Hurricane caught him. Um, I mean, there wasn't too much to say about the, about the crime scene. There was no. a duck. Yeah. So, who do you want to talk about first? Should we talk about the Dean first? She discovers the body. Uh, yeah, we can do, yeah. Were you ever suspicious of the Dean? Um, I was a little bit, just because she was kind of the one to discover the body in the first place. Well, me too. Yeah. Because um, even though they know it can't be her, mm. because why would you call the police before the body's meant to be yeah. found? I was like, this is 4D chess. Yeah. <laughs> she you is the killer. Game, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wasn't, uh, yeah, I, I, I wasn't, after that, I don't think I was like suspicious of. Yeah, of no. Her. She in my she didn't have a motive. She it was more mm. just she was kind of there when mm. the body was there, so it opportunity. But yeah, I mean, I haven't said, but I I didn't remember who the killer was this episode. Mm. I remembered the murder, but I, I couldn't remember any of the rest of the episode. Yeah, um, should we talk about Jennifer because she's not really connected to anyone, is she? No, because her her. Her motive is connected to the motive of a killer. Let's talk. I want to talk about Amber Collins. Yeah. Who, as much as we said there was the right amount of characters, I don't think she had anything to do. No. I don't think we really spoke to her that much. She was the one character who I thought were you necessarily a part of, of the plot. Yeah, she was, she was more so a background character and to kind of establish one of the reasons why Damon didn't like Leo all that much. Oh, yeah. and I know we said that like it was great to see the backstory of the victim but I never really mm. got that 
their relationship in any way. No. That that was even possible. Or... Yeah. Yeah, because like we got so much about the the victim, but we didn't get anything about like the nature of their relationship, other than that he got mildly annoyed because she used to look at him while he was working. <laughs> like one of the things that got me is in a scene where they're at the university and I think they've just um, accused the um, professor mm. of like lying on that oil rig report or whatever yeah. and then they leave and they walk outside and she's stood outside mm. and the camera yeah. like stops on her oh, yeah. like she's now about to go do something yeah. suspicious I, did, I made doesn't. a mental note of that, and then it it was really weird. That's like the last. I'm pretty sure that's the last time we see her until the end. Yeah, that it was an odd choice. Though. Yeah, I, I never was suspicious of, of Amber. Nah. Should we move on to Damon? Yeah. What do you think about Damon? I I did find him a bit suspicious at first because like he didn't like Leo all that much, and then it came out that. Um, Amber and Damon were dating until Leo came into the picture which obviously isn't going to help the relationship between those two mm. but overall I think it, I felt like it was a bit too obvious yeah it felt too run of the mill he yeah. was too dislikable yeah he had too much motive for it to be him mm. he couldn't stand the creep because he was a brown noser mm. and into nerd stuff yeah and conspiracy theories. Yeah. Did that conspiracy theory thing actually... Was that part of it? Or was that just like a red herring? I think that might have been might have just been like a red herring. I think it was a red herring because at the, like, the end it wasn't a part of it. Yeah, also further establish that Leo likes to investigate things. I don't, I don't mm. know. Is there any conspiracy theories you believe? Do, do aliens count as a conspiracy theory? Yeah, I think... So. Well, no, it depends, because aliens definitely exist in, in yeah. the infinite span of the universe. Yeah. It's whether, have aliens been to Earth? Mm. That's the conspiracy. Yeah. Do you believe aliens have been to Earth? I mean, yeah, I guess so. Probably not as much as the internet claims they have been to Earth, but... Mm. Do you believe that the moon landing was real? Yes, I do. <laughs> Yes, the, the Earth yeah. is not flat. The, the moon is... landing was real. <laughs> Sorry, flat earthers. <laughs> <laughs> so that leaves us with Jennifer Chung. Were you ever suspicious of Jennifer Chung? Uh, I was a little S- bit. Yeah. Also, me, yeah. yeah, she was a bit sus just because second author and um, yeah, she was there because of daddy's money, as she said. I was mainly suspicious because she was the most famous member of the cats. Mm. Like, in my mind, that always plays into it slightly. Yeah. If you're recognisable, like, in a very notable way, mm. I'm going to be suspicious of you. Yeah. I, I don't think that's how I, how I suss it out by, like, who they are outside of the show. It's more so just, who is your character in the show? Um... Oh, yeah. I can't remember what the show is. Big Chris trying to get this wrong. I think it's Morse, one of them old ones. Yeah. Where, if you ask people, they always said that it was the killer was always the most famous member of the cast mm. because it, obviously, like you want the meaty, yeah, the meaty roles. Yeah. Um, so that always like kind of plays into it 
mm-hmm. me slightly. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was um, she was suspicious that whole second author thing. Mm, yeah. That was definitely to me like that has to be what the motive is. Yeah, because like she has a lot to gain from his death. Mm. So. Have you got any other thoughts about the episode before we get into who the killer is? I, I was quite I was quite tired when I watched the episode to be honest. Mm. So I think that kind of plays into my 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 thoughts on it a little bit my favorite scene of the episode was when they um when they tried to like recreate the events of the day yeah and they all got in their cars yeah, and they all good. drove yeah. ac- drove across the island yeah that was the best scene of the episode yeah just the editing and the music and the, mm. the kind of uh, that's what really made it feel dynamic because they they were traveling to all these yeah. ends of the island and, and yeah and there. Uh, I did find it funny how they had like the whole police department on San Marie just like racing each other to different parts mm, of the island. And breaking the speed limit. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the B plot before we talk about the killer. Okay. What do you think about the V plot? Mm, okay, um... actually, firstly, let's talk about Fidel first. Okay. Now, I wrote down a prediction about what you'd say about Fidel in this episode. So, <laughs> okay. you you give me your thoughts on, on Fidel this episode, and I'll tell you if I'm right. Um, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm quite happy that we got, that we actually got to see a picture of his baby this episode, because it kind of, she is technically a character now. <laughs> we still have well, we no had, We saw the baby yeah, in yeah, the first did, series. Yeah. Oh, did we? Well, we got like actual pictures of her. Yeah, do you not remember? Episode. Do you not remember when they all had to rush to the hospital, mm. and then Fidel brings out the baby to show to his work colleagues immediately after it's born? Oh, did we? Did, I don't think we saw its face though. I don't. We? I can't remember what she said, but I remember us commenting that um, that random other guy was just there, and he mm. showed he like held the baby, and it was like, yeah. <laughs> what was yeah. that about? But like we we got like actual pictures of her mm. in this episode, which I thought was quite nice because like you can actually see some of yeah. Fidel's family. Still don't know who who the hell is his partner is. Yeah. But yeah. What about what about kind of the uh, the like um, the other stuff? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Well, the Fidel's deal in this episode is he's revising for his exam. Oh yeah. Again. Mm. More. I I still don't agree with his promotion. <laughs> Okay, what I wrote down was, I think Lauren will say, why is Fidel not with his young family yeah. during the hurricane? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think the reason why I didn't think of that was just because, well, makes, two, two yeah. of the officers are out, and which means that you can't have one person at the station. The police would have to be on duty during the yeah. hurricane. So I understand. It, it makes yeah. sense that he's at the station as opposed to with his family, mm. I guess. And then they didn't actually do. It was the fact that at the end of it, they didn't do anything. Yeah. Because even if the police were policing during the hurricane, mm. what are you going to do? You can't go outside. No, that's true. Paul could barely open a door. Yeah, and then and then the line, the the phone lines. And the phone lines were dead. Well. <laughs> so they but couldn't I, do any yeah. policing. True, but they they didn't predict that the phone lines would go down clearly. <laughs> yeah, but it, it so. To not think the phone lines would go down would be an oversight. Yeah. During a hurricane. True. I thought he was going to. Did he do them at the end of the episode, or is he going to do them next week? I think he. So 
at the end of the episode, he goes off to do his exam. Yeah. Because he didn't cancel the exam after the hurricane. Mm. <laughs> Why would they? And so, next episode, do you think Fidal will be a sergeant? I think next episode he'll be waiting for his results. Yeah. I think that'll, that'll probably be the B plot. Do you think he's going to get it? I have no idea. I, as I said, I still don't agree with his promotion. Okay, you so. may not agree with it, but do you think the show is going to give him the promotion? Probably, yeah. <laughs> okay. Rich and Camille. They had a lot to do together this week. Yeah, they did. Um, there, there, there was a lot more... There, there was more of them, like, establishing their will they won't they relationship mm. but it wasn't as much as i was worrying about last time we recorded so that was good um i did feel a bit weird when camille said in her sleep something along the lines of don't tell them or whatever she said mm. i thought that was a bit weird i think going into so obviously the whole episode is actually building up for them being trapped in in a room over yeah overnight yeah the build-up of it was more traumatic for me than the actual what actually happened. <laughs> well, because they really went hard to be like, we're going to get Richard and Camille together. Yeah. In the first half of the episode. Mm. And then they just end up talking about his dad or something. Yeah. And um, it's things like um, when he talked, when, when, um, when Camille talks to Amber, mm. she says to Camille, um, you don't have sex with people you don't love. Yeah. And then Camille makes a face that could only be described as foreshadowing. Yeah. That's like, I was like, oh my God. Like, is the episode actually going to make them sleep together? Yeah. In the police station, they touched hands on the whiteboard. Mm. In, in like in like a rom-com meet-cute way. Yeah. <laughs> but then actually when we get to the university... Mm. They kind of just talk. Yeah. We get some nice backgrounds on them, mm-hmm. on pool. I will say that when when they got to the university and they were getting ready to go to bed and stuff like that, I was more focused on the fact that they kept the candles lit. Like, that is a fire hazard. <laughs> Blow them out. Richard reminisces about camping mm. with his dad, or caravanning with his dad. Yeah. You ever been camping? I've been both camping and caravanning. I've never been caravanning. Before Nick, my my dad moved out, Mm. um, we used to go to um, a caravan park every year on holiday. um, I'm going to tell a lie I have been caravanning. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, continue. Um, Just because he he didn't like flying because he's deathly afraid of heights Mm. and he was familiar with this caravan park, so that's just where we went every year. Where was that? uh, Mablethorpe. It was a Golden Sands. I don't know. I don't. You're gonna give me more information. It, it was. It was a Golden Sands resort, like on the coast where? somewhere. Where? Where was the nearest town? <laughs> I'd, I've, I think. It, I think the nearest town was like twenty minutes away from this caravan park. I don't know where exactly it was in the country. If you so every it. year on holiday, you went to a location you had no idea. Well, it's off. I think I think it was like an hour, two hours drive away from where we lived. Um, I never looked it up on a map, so <laughs> that's insane. You went on holiday yeah. every year for how many years? Uh, eighteen years. Eighteen yeah. years to 
yeah. a place where you don't know where it is. Yeah, I just know it's the on the country. coast. I just know it's on the coast somewhere oh my on God. Like, this side of the country. <laughs> oh, actually, this is a really relevant story. Last time I went camping was in 2013. Hmm. It was the summer between primary school and high school. Yeah. And my mum decided in that holiday she would book a two-week camping trip to Cornwall. Okay. Any advice for ever going camping, do not pre-book in advance camping. Yeah. That two weeks Mm. was, well, the week before in America there had been a hurricane. Yeah. And so, therefore, the aftermath travelled the ocean Mm. and (laughs) hit Cornwall, where we were in a tent for 14 days. Mm. It is probably, if you ask any member of my family who was there, the worst holiday we have ever been on. And um, you just walk around town in wet, and you keep going to, like, roadside attractions. Um... I think it was called the Hidden Valley. Right. Let's dox this company. <laughs> yeah. It was it was awful. <laughs> there was then a tiny train, and then you had to go around kind of the grounds and like solve like a a riddle map or whatever. Okay. And whilst we were, there was this kind of like mini orchard there, and my brother um, needed a toilet, so my dad so because obviously this place is massive, so we can't just like. My dad's yeah. taken him to the toilet, mm. leaving me and my mum in this orchard. And then the heavens open, just like open. And then you've only got like a coat. There's, yeah. no, there's no, there's not even a point in putting up an umbrella because it'll just like mm. wisp off <laughs> into the ether. Yeah. And so we're stuck under this tree in this orchard. Um, and um, it's pouring down with rain. Mm. And there's a family under another tree mm. and they fully have like a massive argument. <laughs> like they are having the biggest one of the biggest family arguments I've oh, ever seen. No. But they're like they're like shouting at each other. <laughs> and me and my mum were just stood like next to them <laughs> under this tree. And they're under like the tree next to us and it's like it was the most awkward like moments ever. Yeah. So, let's talk about the murder. Turns out the killer is Professor Adam King. He had plagiarised all of Leo's work and published it in his book. Um, The Dean wanted Adam to make Jennifer the second author to secure department funding. So this left Leo at the end of his tether. He was going to tell the Dean what had gone on. Professor Adam originally assigned Leo to go west out of the way where he'd be guaranteed not to be found until after the hurricane but he stayed in central uh, the professor still killed him and staged the scene um, and he took his photo of his weather station before he came to work what did you think? I know we've said we really like this episode but I think that's that's kind of one of the um, the weaker reveals of, yeah. a, of, a, of a killer and kind of the, the kind of what they did yeah I don't I don't know why I think it's because we got so much information on the on the victim and we did I, I, it almost felt like we didn't really get a whole lot about the the killer I don't know a lot of the stuff was about this oil thing yeah which 
I understand. And a mm. lot of it's about the Rich and Camille stuff. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. But the actual book is not... It, it, I think it was mentioned once. It's mentioned once, and reveal. Richard says, I will proofread this. Yeah. But the way Richard solves it is he reads both that book and Leo's work and yeah. notes that they're the same. Yeah. But I don't know how us as the audience are meant to then infer that. Yeah, because it, it's not mentioned at all prior to the the reveal. So it, it just didn't leave me feeling very satisfied with the reveal. Overall, what are your thoughts on the episode? Um, overall, I did enjoy it. The The reveal was a, a left a lot to be desired. Um, mm. And obviously, Camille and Paul should not get together. <laughs> yes, I think overall, I think the atmosphere and the ambiance of the episode, kind of the, the vibe, mm. um, makes it actually a really good watch. Yeah. A really good episode, which I think Death in Paradise is always like meant to be the fun murder show. Yeah. As much as you can have a fun murder show. Yeah. And this one really felt like more in keeping with that image. Yeah. So even though the, the reveal was weak, I prefer a strong episode mm. week reveal than yeah. what we say we got last week, yeah. which was a weak episode strong reveal. Yeah. What are we rating out of this week? Uh, should we do rubber ducks? I think we should do rubber ducks. Yeah. What are you rating this episode out of ten rubber ducks? Uh, I think I'm going to give it a solid six. A six? Yeah. That's kind of average for you. You know, you it gave is. last week a five. Did I? I think I think the season's just been kind of middling for mm. me. So <laughs> I would say I would give this episode I'd give this an 8. Mm. I think I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. Cuz I haven't really enjoyed watching the past couple two. Mm. But I enjoyed watching this. Yeah. There were bits I was like, "Oh my god, that's that was such a classic Death in Paradise moment." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there is only one episode remaining in the series. Are you looking forward to it? Uh, I'm... Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, Have you enjoyed the series overall? I know the answer it's... is no. <laughs> I haven't... I... It's It's been okay. I've not really had many strong opinions about this episode because it's just been uh, episode, this a episode, a season, because it's just been kind of, mm. it's just been average, really. I am looking forward to the next episode. Mm. I don't, I can't even remember what the next time was. Um, what was it? I, I remember know. Richard saying something about him going home. Yeah. But I don't remember what the murder was. Yeah, so do you think do you think uh, one more episode could save your thoughts on the series or I hope so. Or not. Um I'm not I'm not that optimistic, but I hope so. Mm. <laughs> it's not been enough for me to like want to drop the um the show or anything like that because it is still a good a good show. It just Yeah, and it there could are be there are like 10 more seasons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You'd be like, I give up a hair. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I am looking forward to next week. I have a lot of complicated thoughts about series two, mm. which 
I can't explain until after we've watched next okay. week. But overall, it's not been as strong as the first one. Yeah. And I, I don't think um, another the the last episode will 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 save it. Hmm. So, join us next week for our Christmassy series finale when we review series two, episode eight. Feel free to give us a follow. Yeah, give us a follow on Instagram or Spotify. Oh, wherever you're listening. Yeah, or wherever um, you're listening. Um, thanks for listening. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Goodbye. I rode a horse on a horse. Um, Interesting. And... Not many people know that's feasible, but it is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't um, sound feasible, but okay. No, no, it is. It is. Uh-huh. Um, so if you've got the horse, just normal. Right. And then you put another horse on top of that horse, <laughs> but a back, so backwards, so they're back to back. Right, okay. And then you then sit on the top horse mm-hmm. and use its legs as, like, steering. <laughs> It's feasible. Right, okay. Trust me.